Well, every federal employee has the option of saving money into a thrift savings plan, the TSP. But what are your options? How to best utilize that plan? And how do you take what you've saved and turn that into income in retirement? We're going to talk about how to best use your TSP in retirement coming up today. This is the Federal Retirement Experts Podcast with your host, Gregory Jameson. Welcome in. Glad to have you here on Federal Retirement Experts. I'm Ben George alongside Gregory Jameson. As always, he's Vice President and Retirement Coach. Gregory, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Also, I know the, the thrift savings plan is a big piece of the retirement process and, and puzzle for many federal employees, right? And, you know, it's important to understand what your options are and how to best utilize that. Right, right. TSP is a major piece of your retirement. Um, for federal employees, uh, we have our, in retirement, a lot of times we have three income streams. We have our pension, we have our social security, and then we also have TSP. So understanding TSP and how to best utilize it uh, as you're going through your career and especially as you're getting closer to retirement is important. All right. Well, let's talk through some of the options then because that's the goal today. As we go through this, remember, you can always give federal retirement experts a call to answer any questions you might have about this or any retirement needs on your mind, 727-935-2421. And of course, you can always get your free federal employee Benefits assessment uh, now just by logging on again, federalretirementexperts.com. So let's talk about some of these options in the TSP. Where do you want to start? Let's talk about TSP while you're working. Uh, so, you know, all federal employees, as you're going through a career, um, you know, you're doing something that's that's very important. You know, you're making consistent contributions into your retirement. And um, by doing this and by putting in funds to TSP, systematically out of your paycheck, uh, you're essentially buying the highs and the lows of wherever the market is. And so if markets are down, you know, you're putting in contributions, essentially, uh, potentially buying your investments at a discounted rate, and then markets come back and you're doing something that's that's called dollar cost averaging, which is one of the best ways to accumulate wealth over your career. So all federal employees are doing this, and TSP matches uh, FERS contributions uh, up to 5%. The first 3% are matching dollar for dollar, and the last 2% are 50% per dollar. Uh, SERS employees, unfortunately, uh, do not have the matching. Um, Not too many SERS employees around uh, anymore, but um, they do have great benefits with their um, their pension and uh, something to uh, definitely uh, talk with us about more. But we're going to focus mostly on FERS uh, retirement and uh, as it relates to TSP. So in re- in uh, your during your career, you're making these contributions. You're doing a great job over the five percent. You know, it's not matching. You can really maximize uh, TSP, especially if you're over 50. You can do catch up contributions as well. Uh, these contributions vary and change each year. Uh, for 2024, we're looking at $30,500 total that you can contribute. Uh, between your regular and catch-up contributions. Making these contributions is wonderful. You know, it's um, into your traditional side of TSP, 
it's tax deferred. So, you know, you're getting a tax break on everything that you're putting in currently. And then in retirement, the idea is, of course, your income is lower in at that time with lower income, uh, maybe taking the TSP um, in pieces is going to help to uh, lower your uh, tax liability or keep it um, at a lower level in retirement is is hopefully the goal. Well, I want to get back to the contributions and kind of go into each one of those phases that you talked about. I, I'm assuming you'd always recommend anyone that's that's saving for retirement to take advantage of the full match, right? If you can, the minimum you should try to put in every month is that five percent to to get that that company match. But do you have a, a, a level that you generally recommend anybody saving, or is it just hey, the more you can save, the better? Generally, the more you can save, the better. Um, if you can, and if you're willing to um, possibly do the Roth side of TSP, in the long run, you know it can benefit you significantly. Um, on the Roth side with TSP, you know funds are going after tax dollars, so you do have to pay taxes on those contributions. But uh, as long as you keep it o- open for five years and you're over 59 and a half, when you take out the funds, all of the interest that you've accumulated becomes tax free as well. So it's something to determine, you know, if you're putting in the 5%, that's fantastic. If you can put in more, uh, the question is, you know, are you okay with uh, possibly putting it into Roth, paying the taxes now? Um, and building the interest over time in a tax-free way for down the road. Um, taxes, of course, are a, a huge issue these days and um, topic of uh, concern. So as time goes on, uh, the likelihood of taxes increasing is uh, significant. So it's, it's worth having an account to uh, mitigate the possible increase in taxes as time goes on. Very, very powerful tool for planning. And I guess that's part of what you do with people that you work with, right, that are trying to determine how best to contribute. That's part of the discussion, how much you put into the traditional side versus putting into the Roth. Right, right. You can also put in the um, funds just into the Roth if you wanted to. Uh, You can put that 5% into Roth uh, and they're going to match it, but they're going to match it to the traditional side. So if you end up doing the Roth, you're going to also have a traditional side as well, where all of the matching contributions are going. And then once you put that money in, I guess you also work with people on what best to invest in once they're within, have their money within the TSB. Well, we can't tell people exactly how to allocate funds, but, um, you know, it's one of those things for most people as people, as federal employees get closer to retirement, uh, they're a lot of times wanting to keep money safer, uh, which generally makes sense because as we get closer to retirement, you know, minimizing losses is important, making sure that money is there for you in retirement, um, making sure that we have an emergency funds and savings. So as you're going through retirement, you're able to tackle any obstacles that come your way. Um, and in addition to the emergency funds, if there are you know, significant assets left over in TSP, it's a determination to make on, you know, are we wanting to uh, generate an income stream from those funds? And if we are, you know, how are we going to generate it in a way that makes sense for you? So it, um, there's a couple different variables there. Of course, uh, cash flow is the big one. You know, we, of course, need 
a decent cash flow and retirement that we feel good about, that we know is going to be there for us all the way through retirement. And if that's the case and we're drawing from TSP, you know, how long are these funds going to last us if we're drawing from it? And, you know, how if we're keeping our money uh, allocated, you know, in the market and investments, you know, what risks are we faced with as we're drawing from the accounts? And what it inevitably comes down to are the sequence of events that happen, um, especially in those first few years going into retirement. You know, if these funds are uh, the purpose of these funds is to provide income and we're invested and markets go down, you know, we're taking losses with the market, but we have to take income. Uh, maybe we have to take income from our traditional TSP funds because we're now, you know, at our required minimum distribution age, which right now is 72. It's going to go up to 73 in 2025 and 75 in 2030. So we're kind of between a rock and a hard place then if we are at especially that age of minimum distributions because we have to take funds from the account. And if we're invested, we're might be taking losses. And if we're taking losses, especially in those first few years, as we're taking income, we're going to really be slicing through these these assets. And that's a major issue for uh, federal employees. Of course, there's the other side as well. What if we do very well those first few years in the beginning? And really, it, it makes all of the difference. So uh, it's the risk that we take, you know, uh, in the in the marketplace, and um, uh, but we we can't again specifically tell you how to uh, allocate funds. A lot of federal employees do want some safer options as they're um, transitioning um, into retirement, and you know some of the things that federal employees are wanting um, are to first of all keep money safe, uh, where we can't take the market losses, but also re receive uh, returns with market performance. So um, even, you know, if, if markets are doing well, you know, we're, we're able to get, you know, some modest returns. Um, and those modest returns are going to help to offset withdrawals that we take out down the road. For anyone faced with retirement ha and needing an income stream from their TSP funds, keeping it safe, having the income stream, but also um, receiving interest over time to help to offset withdrawals that you're taking out is important. This is going to help to stretch your funds as far as they'll go into retirement. And um, this structure that I'm referring to is a structure called an indexed annuity or FIA, fixed indexed annuity. And these are a popular option for federal employees or really anyone faced with retirement because they provide us with this structure for security, returns, and income. The income through these plans are also guaranteed for life. So a lot of federal employees will structure their retirement um, by having a leg of income from TSP in addition to their social security and pension to bring their overall income to a, a level that they feel good about.
you know, I don't think you can understate just how important the income planning portion of retirement is, right? You do, do do all this work to accumulate and accumulate, but not many people are thinking about how to distribute that money back once you, once you get into retirement. That's exactly right. And, you know, there's a couple of buzzwords, you know, accumulation and distribution. And yep. as you're going through your career, you know, one of the, the best ways to, you know, accumulate wealth is, you know, with the marketplace. Um, you have time before retirement. If you're taking losses, the idea is, you know, you're in there long enough and you're making these regular contributions that typically markets come back over time. So when we're closer to retirement, uh, you know, we're no longer wanting to take so much risk with the market. We're not trying to hit a home run anymore with the marketplace and risk our life savings. Um, now, instead of an accumulation vehicle, we're looking for a distribution vehicle. And um, that's going to be on the insurance side. And the insurance side provides annuities. And there are many different kinds of annuities. Um, depending on what you're looking for uh, in retirement, and also making sure that you're in a plan uh, that is flexible um, in retirement and not very restrictive is, is also very important because we don't know uh, what's going to happen or how life is going to change as we go through this marathon of a retirement. Uh, people are living longer. And um, so having options and flexibility is, is very important for our clients. It sure is. And if you'd like to get access to the nation's best federal retirement experts, simply log on federalretirementexperts.com or call 727-935-2421. And I mentioned you can get your free federal employee benefits analysis. And, and part of that analysis too, right, uh, Gregory, is the fact that you can look at the TSP, you can do some re some retirement income projections and start kind of figuring out best options for whoever you're working with. Right, right. The report really illustrates all of your retirement benefits in a clear way and puts your income streams all together in one report against your expenses to show us exactly what retirement's going to look like. Well, again, if you want to get more information or get in touch with the best federal retirement experts, you can always log on federalretirementexperts.com. It is the Federal Employees Premier Source for Retirement Planning. We appreciate you being a part of this show. If you have questions about the TSP, please feel free to reach out to Gregory. There'll be contact information in the show notes and description here. So please uh, check that out afterwards. Gregory, thanks for the time as always, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Federal Retirement Experts is a wholly owned subsidiary of Jamison Financial Solutions. This material has been provided by a licensed insurance professional for information and educational purposes only and is not endorsed or affiliated with the Social Security Administration or any government agency. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for accounting, legal, tax, or investment advice. The information and opinions contained in this program have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. They are given for informational purposes only and are not a solicitation to buy or sell any of the products mentioned. The information is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.